Welcome to Tablets Parsha in Progress, where we talk about the Torah portion of the week and why it matters. I'm Abigail Pogrebin, author of My Jewish Year, 18 Holidays, One Wandering Jew. And I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, head of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. And we're talking Torah together, not just because the Hebrew Bible is so challenging and relevant today, but because we found that this ancient text comes to life in conversation, especially between two people who practice Judaism very differently. Hi, Dove. Hey, Abby. Tell us what we're talking about this week. Well, it's Parshat Vayeshev, and it's a story some people might have heard of. It's Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, no, that's the musical. But it, that's the story. I know every word, every <laughs> lyric. I could sing it for you right now. And we're going to talk about Reuben trying to save Joseph and whether good intentions matter. Reuben is the oldest of the of the sons. Yeah. And we're going to read uh, the verses. Where, where are we in Genesis? Which chapter? Chapter 37. And I'm reading, starting with uh, verse 19. This is when the brothers are all together and they see the dreamer, that's Joseph, yep. coming. Quote, and they said one to another, behold, the dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit, and we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands and said, Let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, Shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness, and lay no hand upon him, that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. Basically, don't do this. We want to bring him back to our dad, Jacob. Don't lay a hand on him. And that word you read, rid, it's actually in order to save him. Rid is a, anyway, but yes. But they don't listen. No, well, they do listen. They they throw throw him him in the pit. pit. They throw him in the pit. So he's not that effective in stopping. He doesn't stop the larger malfeasance here. Yeah, because uh, Reuben goes off somewhere and then... uh, He just walks off. Yeah, the text doesn't say where he went. He's just off stage for a little bit. Off stage. And he comes back. And then he comes back and finds out, guess what? They sold Joseph to these Midianites who wound up bringing him down to Egypt. So Joseph is gone. Joseph is gone. And Reuben failed. Reuben failed to return him to the fa- to his father. So Jonathan Sachs, the former chief rabbi of Great Britain, who's also, I think, a great writer, has a take that I like about Reuben or Reuven. Quote, he is a person of good intentions. He cares. He thinks. He is not led by the crowd or by his darker instincts. He penetrates to the moral core of a situation. That is the first thing we notice about him. The second, however, is that somehow his interventions backfire. They fail to achieve their effect. What I like about that, what resonates, is that, yeah, he had a good impulse, but he didn't see it through. And ultimately, I think that's something I relate to. I feel it for myself, and I've seen it in others, where we can care, but we actually don't affect the situation to improve it. Yeah, I mean, the issue of follow-through, like, where did he go? Where did he walk off to? But does Jonathan Sachs say that's the problem? Follow-through is the problem? Sachs says that he lacks confidence. He says, quote, he begins well, but he does not drive the deed to closure. How many of us don't drive the deed to closure? (laughs) I mean, this, for me, is that lesson. Like, you can't just care. 
You have to act right. and finish it. Yeah, that resonates with me. I see in other stories of Ruben and later, you know, later readings that uh, he also does not succeed. He has good intentions and he doesn't succeed. I see him as a little rash, not just a question of follow through. Impulsive. Impulsive. Like, does he develop a strategy? You know, there's an immediate response to the situation. But have you pulled back enough to think about what your strategy is? You can't have follow through if you don't have a plan. Maybe, though, actually, there is something admirable in doing what you can in the moment. Yeah, so... Like the small gesture. No, I... The small good gesture, even if you can't do the larger... The, the larger rescue. I, I totally agree. I mean, the only reason Joseph survived was because Ru- Ruben stepped up when he did. So before we, cri- you know, it's a glass half full, half empty. Like before we criticize him about his lack of follow through, jump the fact that he jumped in and they had a moral conscience and he stood up to his brothers uh, saved Joseph's life. Abby, what's your takeaway? Mine in one line would be, it's not enough to have empathy. You have to have courage. Get it done. I don't think he had courage. Wait, can we talk about that? Really? I want to. You have to have courage. You have to have courage to do more than that. What do you mean? What do you mean he didn't have courage? He didn't have follow through. He didn't have a strategy. He didn't have a plan, a long term plan. He stood up to the brothers. What do you mean he didn't have courage? He, he took a baby step. So to me, that's not. What's the difference between what's the line between courage and foolhardiness? What did you want him to do? Want him to stand up more to ten brothers who are against him and totally fail? He walked away from his brother in a pit. So it's the walking away. and the, Okay. My takeaway is that sometimes, even if we don't have a plan, we have to stand up, jump into the situation because it might be too late. And because Ruben was able to see that something had to be done, he, hadn't had it all, he didn't have it all figured out. He knew if he directly confronted his brothers, it wouldn't succeed. So he came up with this idea on the spot. And guess what? Joseph survived. So my takeaway is don't hesitate to jump into the situation if nobody else is doing it. We hope you'll join us next time for Parsha in Progress. I'm Abby Pogrevin. And I'm Dove Linzer. Nice to talk to you, Dove. Nice talking, Abby. Parsha in Progress is hosted and written by Abby Pogrebin and Rabbi Dove Linzer. The show is edited by Jacob Siegel, produced by Josh Cross, and is executive produced by Tablet Magazine. Thanks for listening.